Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Anderson, and let's talk about what a manager can do to get their team to communicate. So we all know what's asked of managers. Go out there and get the best team that you can. And we do this. We try very hard to attract and retain the best people to become members of our team. However, it turns out that this is not all that we have to be doing. Getting our team members to communicate is the key to making a team successful. As a manager, you need to take a look at your team. And if communication is not happening, then you need to make some changes. The importance of communication. A look was taken at 400 companies with at least 100,000 employees. The study found that each of these companies lost on average about $62.4 million annually because of poor communication within their teams. Smaller companies may not drive enough revenue to lose such big sums, but that means the cost of miscommunication affects their bottom lines even more acutely. It was reported in 2018 that nearly half of the 403 executives who were surveyed uh, experienced delayed or failed projects with mid-level managers taking the brunt of the fallout from bad communication throughout their companies. Furthermore, companies led by executives with effective communication skills provide much higher returns to shareholders. So why do managers tolerate bad communication then? Well, one reason is that the technology and tools that empower us to get our work done are the same ones that often lead to our teams, lead our team's communication astray. <laughs> How many nuances are lost via your email every day? How many, of, how many offices host team members who live and die by Slack and others who refuse to use it? Another reason is that we let managers off the hook. We justify our lack of communication or even our lack of clarity by pointing out just how busy we are. Time is money and it's much cheaper to let other teammates figure out, figure it out than to pause what we're doing. But this mentality not only hurts our communication, it can also damage our team member retention and happiness. Too much shouting. This should really be considered any shouting. <laughs> when team members have resorted to screaming at each other to feel heard, things have gone south. Do not accept this as a communication style. Too much silence. This one's a little bit more subtle than shouting. You need to keep an eye out for silence. If team members refuse to talk to one another, or even worse, clicks are giving each other the silent treatment, that's a sign that people are making their own calls. They're not considering other teammates or factors that could critically impact how the team operates. Interrupting each other. On just about every team, there's that one employee who jumps the gun, unable to wait for others to finish. If during your meetings, you sense frustration building because people aren't able to make themselves heard, that's not your imagination. 
Your people both need and want the floor and their lack of availability to talk dilutes your diversity of thought efforts. Look for negative facial expressions. Unless members of your team have a great poker face, most people's facial expressions reveal their true feelings, no matter what they're saying. If you see eye rolling, flinching, uh, drooping faces, or stony expressions, these are signs that people are only telling you part of the story then, and that they don't feel psychologically safe. Failures to solve problems. When your team conducts brainstorming sessions, they should result in numerous options to consider. If you find that you have few possible solutions or a lack of agreement on the end goal, then these are real problems. A less obvious problem is if team members negate others' feelings during these problem-solving sessions. The use of sarcasm. <laughs> so it turns out that sarcasm can be easily used as a smokescreen for more difficult feelings. Team members can make jabs at each other to discount one another in front of their bosses and pretend that it was all in good humor, even when it's not. What all of this means for you. As we all know, a manager is only as good as their team is. What this means is that as managers, we need to work with our team and help them to perform at their peak level. It turns out that one of the things that can hold a team back the most is poor communication. If your team is not doing a good job of communicating with each other, then they can't deliver what they've been tasked to do. As a manager, you need to be able to recognize that this is happening and you need to do something about it. Studies of firms have confirmed that when teams don't do a good job of communicating, the firm ends up losing money. In today's high-tech workplace, managers can all too easily allow poor communication to continue for too long. Problems that teams have can include any level of shouting. <laughs> Likewise, not talking to each other can cause problems. Interrupting each other or making negative facial expressions also indicates that communication with the team is poor. When teams get together and are unable to solve problems, this means that they're having a communication problem. Finally, if team members are excessively using sarcasm when talking to each other, then the team has a communication problem. In the end, it's the manager's responsibility to make sure that the team is able to work well together. If the team's not doing a good job of communicating, then there's a problem that needs to be solved. Managers have to first realize that a problem exists. Their next step has to be to step in and solve the problem. Use these tips to see how communication is going on in your team. If you have issues, don't wait before making changes in order to improve your team's communication. Good luck.